This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. We're all for breaking records, not bones. Today, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio looks to raise your awareness of osteoporosis in conversation with the Executive Medical Director for Amgen Canada. Welcome back. Well, that was quite the introduction, and we are going to be talking about what is often called the silent disease, and that is osteoporosis and uh our demographic is most at risk. So I want to give out the numbers again because we have a special guest here and she will be able to answer your questions. The number is to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And bottom line is with osteoporosis, you often don't realize you have it until you've broken a bone after a minor fall. It affects 2 million Canadians and one in three women and one in five men will break a bone due to osteoporosis in their lifetime. And so I would like to welcome Dr. Ponga Motsepe Desheko. De, uh, I just forgot how to pronounce your name. Desheko. That's right. That's right. Okay. I finally got it right. Welcome. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. And good afternoon. Thanks for having me here. So who is at risk for osteoporosis? Yeah. So, you know, men and women are at risk. And I think this is an important message as well. Very often um, people focus on osteoporosis for women, but men are also at risk. The age group that's at risk is those who are in their 50s, because what we know is that as you grow older, you start to lose, you know, your bone function. So osteoporosis is a disease or condition that actually has a weakening that causes weakening of your bones. And in men, in women, we see that this happens a little bit more rapidly because of menopause and because there are decreased estrogen levels and therefore you have weaker bones, your bones are more porous and less dense. But like you mentioned as well, we know that one in five men can and will suffer osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. And how do you know that um, I, I used to think, I don't know, is it right that, that women who have uh, finer bones, smaller bones are more at risk? Is that right? Well, you know, it, 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 it's, it's often referred to, like you mentioned, as the silent disease or the silent thief because you don't know, right? You don't see it. You don't feel it until you break a bone. And this is why it's really important for us to increase our public awareness around this disease. And um, because, like I said, you, know, you won't necessarily feel it. Okay, so who is at risk aside from uh, we know, you know, the age group? Yes. As I mentioned, you know, it's women and, and men in the age group that I mentioned. Um, and I think it's important that we understand that if you don't know what your osteoporosis screening looks like, then you could be at risk as well. So it's really important for everybody to take on the initiative of understanding what their personal health um, environment is from an osteoporosis risk fracture and um, make sure they get screened. Mm-hmm. And is, again, is, is screening the only way you're going to know? Are there any other signs of this? 
Well, screening is the most accurate way to know. Um, uh, for example, we will be, Amgen Canada will be hosting an event on the 5th of May down in Mississauga um, at the Square One, where we are in partnership with the Guinness World Record, aiming to screen as many patients as we can within a 24-hour period. Um, the screening that will be done will be a signal. It is like a, a heel scan. We will have, you know, nursing technicians. We will have a booth. Um, it'll take about five minutes. And adults, both men and women, are encouraged to come and, and be screened. Mm-hmm. And is that the same as a big screen that you would get at the hospital? Absolutely not. So, again, very mm-hmm. important for me to emphasize that this is a signal. It is not a replacement for diagnosing um, osteoporosis. You would need to see your healthcare professional. You would need to speak to your physician in a medical facility or a hospital um, to get full screening for, for your bone density and your fracture risk. Mm-hmm. Exercise is really important in preventing osteoporosis. Can you explain that? Exercise is important in exercise, lifestyle modification, healthy eating. All of that is important. But again, every patient is an individual. And, you know, it's really important that a patient discusses their, 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 their health and their lifestyle with their treating physician to make sure that they have the best treatment plan, whether it's exercise, whether it's health, modifying what you eat with their physician. How does exercise help your bones? Um, it's it, it's a very um, intricate uh, uh, explanation. Um, I think that exercise allows that your bones are healthier and become stronger. And therefore, during the time period of um, osteoporosis or when you potentially are going to become osteoporotic, your bones are stronger. And... Uh you know, it, once you find out that you're at risk, but you don't have osteoporosis, what should you be doing to prevent it? Again, you know, I am a physician. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a treating physician, but I am not, um, you know, an individual physician. Um, so again, every patient is different. And that, uh, in, in, that information you really would need to discuss with your healthcare but professional. But like what kind of a diet? You're saying a good diet, but what, what, what does that mean? Well, a good diet is a healthy, balanced diet. Um, again, you know, diet that is very high in fiber and, um, just healthy living, lots of water. Uh, but again, you know, your exercise should be, um, specifically uh, tailored for, for the individual because you are also concerned that in this age group, you don't want the risk of falling. Mm-hmm. And fracturing further. Yeah. Uh, the risk of falling is pretty dire. And, and we also know that a lot of people who say break a hip, they're dead within a year. It's a very serious thing. It is serious. And again, this is why we are having, um, you know, we're using this platform to increase awareness. Uh, there's about 30,000 hip fractures uh, or fractures that happen in Canada. And one of four of those are actually in men. Um, and 70, 70 to 90% of those actually are due to osteoporosis. Wow. Yeah. So it, it is very high. It is very high. Let me give the numbers out again in case people have 
questions about their status. Are their bones strong or are your bones weak? And should you be doing something about it? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm here with Dr. Ponda, and she can answer your questions. We're trying to raise awareness of osteoporosis, which is often called the silent disease. Correct. And uh, I am reading here Mm -hmm. that uh, fractures from osteoporosis are more common than heart attack, stroke, and breast cancer combined. That is correct. So uh, if you look at our annual um, incidence rate here in Canada, that you find that your osteoporosis risk fracture is uh, more common than heart disease, cancer, as well as stroke combined, which is pretty alarming. And again, this is why it's important for you to understand where you are and in terms of getting yourself screened. Mm-hmm. And you see people, some people who have that I guess it's called a dowager hump. Their back is curved. Uh, what does that signify? Well, it could signify a lot of things. It's very difficult for me to call one thing out, right? Um, but again, it's very important to understand, uh, is that osteoporosis? Is it osteoarthritis? It could also be a different type of bone uh, condition or a different type of autoimmune condition, uh, such as spondylarthropathy. There's many other uh, causes or there's many causes for that. It's very difficult for me to, to call one out. Mm-hmm. Mm. How important is balance in all of this? Well, you know, in, in, in my opinion, balance would be very important because as we know, you know, if, um, you don't have balance, you are more, um, uh, physical balance. I'm referring to yeah. you more prone to, to falling, which as you mentioned, rightfully so can increase your risk, um, of fracturing and therefore increase your risk of, uh, mortality actually in the end. Um, are there any other signs and symptoms beyond you know, what we've talked about. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's very difficult to, to say so because like I said, this is a silent, um, disease. It's a silent condition. You don't feel it. You literally don't, um, see it until you break a bone or, or have a fracture. What about changes in height? I mean, people, as we get older, uh, <clears throat> we shrink and becoming shorter, we're, we're told can be considered normal. But is there any kind of relationship or any case where it would be a sign or a symptom of osteoporosis? Yes, it, it, it can be. And again, the importance of making sure that you understand your um, risk fracture and that you see a physician and understand uh, where you are. Because yes, in some cases where you do see a shrinking um, of the back, this could be um, a sign or an indication that you could have um, osteoporosis. Let's take a call from Doreen in Kingston. Hi, Doreen. Yes, hi. Hi, Libby. Um, I was surprised that uh, your guest speaker didn't uh, mention calcium for bone strength. I'm on calcium plus D3, and uh, it says on here it helps to build strong bones and prevent osteoporosis. What is her take on that? Because I'm surprised she didn't mention it. Did you get it from your doctor? Yes. 
Yeah. So, so again, thank you for the, for the question. Um, I, I am a physician, but obviously I am not your treating physician. So it's, it's very difficult for me to, to say what is right or wrong for you. Um, if you got this from your doctor, I assume that the doctor has given you the right, um, medication and treatment and, uh, you should always refer and, and, and speak but to your doctor. Can you just tell us generally about the role of calcium? in osteoporosis? Well, yes. Um, you know, the role of cal- calcium does play an important role in bone strength um, in osteoporosis. Um, again, it depends at uh, what age and what time, uh, what age you are starting the calcium. It also depends on what high, how high the calcium should be. Every patient is an individual and it's important that your physician prescribes the right amount of calcium for you for your osteoporotic fracture. Or, or, or risk assessment at the time. Doreen, how long have you been calcium taking? Was the, was Sorry? A, was a, I understood that calcium was a common thing to help bone strength, so that's why I was surprised when she didn't mention it. But okay, thank you very much. Okay, thanks, okay. Doreen. Thank you. Uh, and calcium supplements have been a bit controversial lately. I mean, uh, they, it used to be almost a matter of course you hit a certain age and you were told to take some calcium, but um, lately uh, it's not been considered necessarily that good. You have to get your doctor you, and you should have a deficiency before you take it. Absolutely. You know, again, important to make sure that you speak to your treating physician, uh, that to make sure that he or she gives you the right treatment at the right dose for your individual um, assessment. Can osteoporosis be genetic? Um, can osteoporosis be genetic? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, th- I think that's something that I'd need to double check. But my understanding is that uh, it, 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 it could not be necessarily genetic. Um, but uh, what about hereditary? If your one of your parents had it, are you more likely to have it? Oh, okay. Well, there is a possibility that if you're one of your parents uh, has it, that you are most likely to have it. But again, you know, you need to be assessed. Um, and every patient is, is an individual. So it, it's not necessarily the case for each and every every patient. Uh-huh. And uh, I gather in the in the list of risk factors, though, that if you have a parent who broke a bone due to osteoporosis, that puts you at risk. Yes, so family history um, can necessarily can sometimes put you at risk. But again, you know, it, everybody has an individual risk. You need to be fully assessed for multiple other risk factors. Um, you know, an osteoporotic patient is not just an osteoporotic patient. They might have other risk factors um, related to drugs uh, that they could be on, related to other uh, medical conditions that they could be suffering from. And uh, your treating physician would be the most appropriate person to ensure that you're on the right medication. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, interesting, our Caller Doreen said she was taking calcium along with uh, vitamin D. And mm-hmm. again, I know it's not for everyone, but v- vitamin D deficiency can also be a risk factor or a problem associated with osteoporosis. Yes, it can be. It can be. Uh-huh. And it, for that, do you have to have your vitamin D levels measured? Again, I think this is part of uh, the screening process that would need to happen uh, when you are um, being treated by your physician. Yes. Uh, What about weight loss? 
<laughs> weight loss. Well, you know, weight is also, it's a very important part of lifestyle modification, which we know works um, in, in, in the treatment of many illnesses. Uh, weight loss is important and could also help um, decrease or help manage a patient's osteoporosis. Because risk. of the load. Yeah. But uh, if you have a dramatic weight loss, that, that can indicate osteoporosis, can it not? Absolutely, that can too. And again, you know, depending on your individual um, uh, sort of the situation, it's important for you to make sure that you have a physician who's monitoring you for all these conditions. Weight loss, you know, uh, we spoke earlier on about um, loss of height. All of those need to be monitored to make sure that you are under the best treatment guidance and treatment management plan. Do most people, I mean, I would imagine most people will notice if they have a dramatic weight loss, but maybe not necessarily with their height. It's something that can just kind of creep up on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, you know, coming back to um, the importance of, of osteoporosis and some of the stats that we shared at the beginning of, of, of our discussion, it, I think it's one of those things that the general public is not often aware of. And it's really important for uh, one to know where they are uh, from a screening perspective, from a risk uh, perspective, and to understand what your bone density is. And uh, are there cases where, uh, say, your hips are fine, but your spine has osteoporosis? I mean, does it uh, affect one bone as opposed to another? Yes, um, osteoporosis can affect uh, different parts and different uh, bones. Um, I think the hip is the most common uh, place. and um, But we also know that there are different conditions, right? There's osteoarthritis, there's osteoporosis. And again, it's important that you have the correct uh, diagnosis and the correct treatment and management from, from your treating physician. And people confuse the two, right? Very often people confuse osteoarthritis with osteoporosis. Um, that, that happens a lot. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, no, okay. We are uh, running out of time. Uh, and uh, just uh, like to remind people about your event coming up on May the 5th. You're going to be giving uh, people screens in Mississauga, right? That's right. Yes. So on the 5th of May uh, at um, um, in Mississauga at Square One, um, Amgen will be hosting an awareness event and um, we will have a booth on site. Like I, met, like I mentioned earlier on, we will have some technicians on site that would be able to do a heel scan, an ultrasound of the heel to measure your bone density. This is not a diagnosis, right? This is a, a light form of screening. It's, it's a signal. And uh, based on what you get, both based on your results and that uh, morning and from the morning till the evening, uh, we encourage you to please discuss it with your healthcare professional. Okay, that's all the time we have. Thank you, Dr. Ponda Motsepe Tichego. Uh, did I say much. it right? Yeah, almost there. Almost there. Okay, <laughs> we'll get it right the next time. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.